Hi. Let's just talk about uh, truth today. Um, truth seems so subjective, doesn't it? My truth is, is, is my truth your truth? Some people say this is the truth. Others say something else is the truth. Uh, and then Jesus said, you'll know the truth, <laughs> and the truth will make you free. So what is truth, really? And how do you know it? You know, that's a, that's a, a question that Pilate asked Jesus, because uh, you know, Pilate said, are you the king of the Jews? And he was asking him all these questions. And Jesus says, here's what it's about. He says, I came to bear witness of the truth. The truth. Now, to Jesus, that sounded pretty cut and dried, pretty simple. I just came to bear witness of the truth. What is true? Pilate kind of throws up his hands and walks away. He says, what is truth? You know, he had no idea. And uh, many people would probably feel very similar to that. Um, but he came to bear witness of truth. Now, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of James chapter 3, verse 17, that describes uh, this truth. Jesus said that uh, the Spirit would come, and he would be the Spirit of truth. He would lead you and guide you into all truth. Um, obviously, he came to bear witness of a truth that people did not know of, did not see. They were living something else. They were living their own version of what they may have called truth or what they thought was true. The Pharisees thought what they were believing and doing was, was true, um, as do most people. They do what is right uh, in their own eyes. Even the Bible talks about that. And, of course, even from the very beginning in the Garden of Eden, there was a choice to choose God, who is truth, <laughs> and his way is truth, or this other way, the sensual way that we chose. And it's the way that seems right to a man but the end thereof was death. It, it seemed right. So, so a lot of things can seem like truth. So how do we know? Well, uh, let me read this here. In James chapter 3, verse 17, he says, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Above that, it says, it says, um, not to have bitter envying and self-seeking, self-seeking in your hearts, boasting or lying against the truth. He says, because that wisdom does not descend from above. It's earthly, it's sensual, it's demonic or demon-like. It's sensual, it's based on the senses, based not on spirit. 17 says, the wisdom that is from above. Now that word from above, look it up. It means that which is first or primary. It's the truth that always was before there ever was false versions of truth or uh, deceptions, different things that, that draws us away from the center of things, from the primary things, from the eternal things, from truth. Jesus came to bear witness of heaven. Jesus came to bear witness of the Father, his love for us, his gift for us, his care for us, his, 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 his want to be with us to be our love, to be our strength, to be our faith, to be our uh, everything that we needed, our provision, our protection, our everything, the way it was intended to be. Jesus came to bear witness of that. He bore witness of that kingdom, which always was and always will be. And because that's eternal, that obviously has to be truth. And everything else that that is a variable against that, uh, it, 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 it can't quite be truth if it doesn't go along with eternity, which is always reality and going to be going to be truth. Um, 
And then over in Mark chapter 4, he says, he gives a parable that I, I love to talk about a lot, but it's the parable of the four different types of ground. And there's that one that he says, it's sown among thorns. The thorns crowd out the word. And he said, the thorns are the cares of life. Uh, that word cares, look it up. It means the distractions of life. Things that take us away from life. They look like life. They pretend to be life. They tell us this is what life's all about. But he says they are the distractions um, of life or from life. And what did Jesus say again? He said, I came that you would have life, not some distracted form of life, not some distraction or mirage or pretension of life, imitation of life, but I came that you would have the real thing. Well, what is the life? The life is the one that was from the beginning. The life was the life that was the life that gave life to mankind. You know, we get these, these uh, distractions or these imitations of life. And that's why he says, don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink or wear. He says, those are things, people that don't know life, don't know God. They seek after those things. They think that's what it's about. He says, you know, you're, now your father knows that you need these things. This is in Matthew 6. He says, but seek ye first the kingdom. Get truth. Get reality. Get your eternity established in God reality, eternal reality truth and the issues of life flow out of that and the necessary things then follow I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a witness of that you know I talk about how I'm living my dream um, right now and there's people that have fancier cars and fancier homes and fancier clothes and all kinds of things but I'm living my dream I have found life and I found, I found peace I found love I've found the joy of the kingdom of God and I want everybody to have that. I love you guys. I want you all to, 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 to know this and have this every day. And it just comes from a simple truth. This is so simple. Jesus said, if you just know truth, know the truth, this truth will, will uh, make you free. He says, but it's not the distractions of, of living, of day-to-day living. And he says, and it's not the deceitfulness of riches. Or that word is the delusions of riches or wealth or things, possessions. He talked about that sometime. Life is not about possessions. But see, it can be, a, it's a distraction, isn't it? People think that that's what life's about. That becomes their truth. And Jesus would just, he would lament over people like that. He says, what a weak, shaky thing it is to trust in that as the basis and the source and security for your life. Now, God blesses. God's given us all things uh, freely to enjoy. There's absolutely not a thing wrong in itself of, 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 of having the best, wearing the best, living in the best, eating the best. I enjoy those, 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 those things. But life is not about the things. Life is something that comes from within. Delusions, uh, if you look it up, you'll see that, that, that delusions come from feelings. And most people live by by feelings, and what their fe- their feelings is, is what interprets to them what they think truth is, because they feel something is that way. But and and you notice that 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 the illusions of life or the imitations of life, they cause you to operate in a way of thinking, a wisdom that doesn't come from above. It's sensual, and it brings about stress, worry, fear. Anything that's not godly, you will feel these things and you will, 
you'll experience these things in your day-to-day -day life. And Jesus came that we would have his life and have it abundantly so we wouldn't have the stress, the fear, the anger, the, the lack of peace, and all, all those things. And those simply come from believing uh, in an untruth or believing in untruth. Now, what is truth? Well, let me help you with that a little bit because there are some, some words here that, that, that point us in the right direction. How, some, some earmarks here where you can tell if you're living in truth. And you know it, and it's wonderful. You know it when you're in it. He says, the wisdom from above is pure and peaceable. It's peaceable. It brings peace. Not only does it bring peace to people through you, but first of all, it brings peace inside you. See, when you know the truth, it'll settle you in peace all the time. When you're not thinking truth, when you're not operating in truth, pointing at truth and following truth, what's it do? It'll give you the opposite of peace, won't it? You'll be worried. You'll be stressed. You'll get frustrated. You'll get angry. And uh, it's just that's just the way that it, that it is. You, you can't help it. You're going to have those things if you don't know what the truth is. And what is the truth? It's whatever the Father says. You know, when I'm, when I'm in a situation where I feel um, stressed, to say the, or concerned, to say the least, about something, <clears throat> I, I know enough now that I have access. I have this access to life and to truth. And I say, Father, what do you say? And see, that's going back to the kingdom. That's coming home to truth. It's like, okay, here's a temporary situation. What is truth about this? Father, what do you say? And somehow he always ministered, whether he tells me a specific thing or whether he just gives me a sense of peace or just says, trust me, it's all the same. But whatever it is, it's truth and it's right and it's unfailable and it will always give you peace. That's what truth is. He said it's peaceable. It's gentle. What is truth? Truth will always speak gently to you and it will always come out of you in gentleness to other people. Truth will do that because truth is of the kingdom of heaven. It's, it's of all the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, and so on. What's the opposite of, of, of gentleness? Harshness, shortness, frustration, anger. A lot of times people, we, even as Christians sometimes, will will speak out of uh, in a place of, of, of hurt or bitterness or anger and uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll do it in the name of God. I've, I've, I did it for quite a few years on a lot of occasions. Um, but that, that very thing is, is mentioned um, right there in the preceding verse. The wisdom that comes not from above but it's earthly and it's sensual. It's demon-like. And it mentions, it mentions that, that envy and self-seeking. Look up that word. It simply means zeal or heated soul. You get this heated soul about something. Oh, I hate that. You're, you're, you, you don't like all this stuff and it's, and it's going on. All these distractions of life are filling your mind when truth will always bring you into peace and gentleness. And so, and, and it's wonderful because not only does it bring heaven into your soul, it brings heaven into your experience, but then you have that heaven to actually pass on and help somebody with. We're in a world that needs a lot of truth. They need a lot of peace. They need a lot of gentleness, not more ardor, not more zeal and heated souls to argue and debate with them, 
because it, then it goes on and it says uh, it says it's uh, easy to be entreated or willing to yield. Uh, what's that mean? It's, it's approachable. It doesn't speak only, but it listens. You know, one of the names for God in the Old Testament, uh, Hannah called him the God who listens or the God who hears because she spoke out and he actually heard her and gave her what she what she was asking for and she was like wow he really listens <laughs> he doesn't just tell and tell and tell and speak he actually listens <laughs> and then speaks and uh, and he does that you know a lot of times there in our in our heated soul we think we're standing for truth but if it's causing a heated soul to where we can't listen where we're not approachable where we're a turn off hmm? instead of a turn Jesus Jesus totally attracted the world to himself we saw it individually in his walk when he would come to people that the, the, the church world wouldn't have in their zeal and in their passion in their heated soul but Jesus was easily approachable he was gentle he was peaceable Full of mercy, this truth, this wisdom from above. And remember, it means that wisdom which was first. Before there was any fall, before there was any corruption, before there was any pain, anguish, stress, fear, anger, anxiety, before any of that came, there was truth. It was God, it was life. And this is what we now have living within us. See, what, what I'm here for is to point us to it. It's there to point us to it. But see, Jesus said the thorns crowded out. What is it? There's all these voices, all this noise in the name of the world, in the name of God, in the name of all these different things. There's all this noise, and it's so easy to tell if it's truth or a lie. What is it, what is it producing? Is it peace, gentleness, yielding, approachability? That kind of goodness that is of the Spirit of God, or is it doing the opposite? And see, and that's not an indictment on any of us, that's just a good way for us to tell what it is. And anytime I'm feeling that, I know, I know every single time, anytime I'm feeling any of those negative things, I'm thinking about a lie every single time. Good news is we get to grow and recognize that, hey, that's a lie, <laughs> but I know where truth is. It's in him who's in me. It's full of mercy, full of mercy, and it's full of the good fruit. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, kindness, patience, faithfulness, self-control that comes from the Spirit, not from willpower. And it's without partiality. It treats everybody the same. That's what Jesus did. And without hypocrisy. And this fruit of righteousness, he says, is sown in peace by those who make peace. This is why Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. He came and bore witness of truth. And he put the Spirit of Truth himself, Holy Spirit, inside us. And now we have this experience of growing in and living in peace, joy, gentleness, goodness, etc. And now... It's changing our minds, changing our lives, changing our experience from the inside simply because of Him 
who's come to live in us. Aren't you glad that you have the spirit of truth inside you? That every time you feel, you, you feel any of the negative emotions of lies, stress, anger, anxiety, fear, and so on, you have the spirit of truth that you can always incline your ear to. You know, Jesus in that parable of the so of the sowers, he said, yeah, there are those that the, 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 the things of this world, they crowded out the, the distractions of, of what they think life is about, the deceptions or delusions of, of, of money and things. And, and, and the, then he says, and the desires for other things. That word other things means that which remains. What's that? It means whatever it is you don't have, you still want. <laughs> And so I like to talk about fullness because you feel like you have everything. And all the other things that God gives us to enjoy, they're icing on the cake. And you can truly enjoy them. And he adds no sorrow to it at all. But then in the end, he goes on and he says, now those who, who grow, 30, 60, 100, they continue, they increase. He said, these are those, he said, they hear the word. You look, it means... They listen to it. They pay attention. And that word actually means, he says, and they receive it. And it means that they, they embrace it and they, 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 they take it. They don't just like hear it and like, oh, yeah, I wish that were true for me. They embrace it and say, this is it. This is my life. And you take it like that. This is your truth. This will be your truth. This will be your life. This will be your existence. And then what happens? 30, 60, 100. Immediately he tells of another peril. He said it's like this. It just starts happening. You hear truth, the truth makes you free. You just embrace it. Don't, don't look at it and say, yeah, that's cool. that, that'd be nice if that were true for me. No, you embrace it as your truth. And he says, and then it doesn't matter whether you're awake or asleep. You can be asleep in the night, but what's going on? The blade's coming up out of the ground. And then the stalk's coming up, and then it, and so forth and so on. That's how this thing is happening to us, and it's wonderful. The truth has made us free, and it's making us free. And we're getting more full of joy, more full of peace, more full of gentleness and goodness. And I'm telling you, we have the most relevant, relevant thing for this world because we've gotten, we're getting away of so much of the garbage that pretended to be truth, and we're bringing eternal truth of God and His love and His goodness from our hearts to a world. God bless you. Have a great day, guys.